How's it going, everyone? Thank you so much for checking out episode one of Talking Bills and Packers, our brand new spinoff show right here on the Talking Buds Podcast Network. Before we get started, I just want to let everyone know that the Talking Buds Podcast will be returning with our usual weekly schedule once Maple Leafs training camp gets underway. So if you haven't yet become a subscriber, be sure to do so now. Last but not least, I also wanted to let everyone know about our other podcast, Talk and Pop. If you're in a discussion about the latest in blockbuster movies or TV shows, hit the link in the description below and check us out. We'd love to have you along for the ride. Now time for episode one of Talking Bills and Packers. New show name, new show network, sort of a maiden voyage, if you will. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talkin' Bills and Packers, the podcast in which we discuss all things around the NFL, but with a special emphasis and focus on the Buffalo Bills and the Green Bay Packers. I'm Rob. With me with me last year, who's back again with me this year, is Mr. Brian Chalk. How's it going, Rob? How's it going, everybody? Oh, it's it's we're on the precipice of another NFL season, my friend. Very, very exciting stuff. And these mornings around here in uh, Toronto, they've been feeling like football weather. Yes, yeah, there's 13 degrees have. the other morning. I was like, oh, I could smell the pigskin already. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, what's funny is I was thinking about doing the show and like getting prepped for it. And it was like. This is the first, if you're going to look at the two, these two teams specifically, the Bills and the Packers, this is. You've gone into previous seasons going like, oh, well, the Packers are a Super Bowl contender and and the Bills are a roll of the dice. It is the complete opposite this year. Oh, complete. Yeah. Yes. Like the, the De- Devontae Adams for one, he's gone. So yes, that's a whole yes. other crapshoot. But the Bills, like, that's a lot of pressure at number one seat. Like, everybody's power oh. rankings, Bills number one. And, it's, like, that's... It's, it's excessive. It's excessive. But, like, I feel like Josh Allen is... Like he had that's on his mind, and like that's all he's thinking about. Did you see the hype video he just released too? Like yep. this guy is already in beast mode. Because this guy is a one of my front runner candidates for MVP this year. But we got we got lots of time to talk about all that stuff. Let's get into game one Thursday night. Bills at Rams to kick off the season. Going into this game, I was like, I love the Bills. Uh, I love them in this game. I think the Rams are coming off a championship hangover and like, not to say the Rams won't be good this year. I absolutely think they will be. And there'll be a playoff team again. But I think, you know, first game out of the gate, I could totally see the Rams just a little too high on themselves or whatever, just partying a little too hard, a little too in the moment and the bills taking advantage of that. But all reports out of Rams training camp have been that they are, as focused as they've ever been and they're ready to go back and win their second Super Bowl in a row. So Sean McFay, like I wouldn't, I wouldn't like expect anything less. Like I think I a little psychopath. Like he just doesn't stop. Yeah, he is. So (laughs) give me your thoughts. You're our uh, resident bills, mafia expert, your thoughts heading into this game. I'm pretty confident. Like I I do think the bills are going to win, but it's not going to be a landslide win. And I think Josh Allen's going to have to do more running than we we want to see. That usually that's usually how it goes in the first game of the season, especially now we got Ken Dorsey calling the the offense. So it's going to be a different sort of vibe than the Brian Dable era. But I like Ken Dorsey was a QB coach, so like he's going to be more 
he's going to want the big air plays. And that's what Josh Allen, that's what he wants to do as well. So I feel like there's going to be some interceptions to start the season. But other yeah. than that, um, I feel like it's going to be good. And also Dawson Knox, I think he's going to have a big game. He's just been going through some things with his family. And so after all that kind of stuff, usually these athletes, they have like massive games. So I could see this being one of those for for Dawson Knox. Are we still worried about the Bills' um, lack of, I don't want to say lack of running game because Josh Allen can run the football, but like lack of established running back. Are we still worried about that this year? Yes, we, we're extremely worried about that this year still. Uh, I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I think Singletary is going to be good. but And they also addressed a bit of the offensive line. But it's just last year was horrible on the running game, and I just don't see how much better they can be this year with basically the same core. That's the thing that concerns me about um, placing them as like the top-tier Super Bowl contender is, you know, you look at – all the best teams and they're able to establish a running game. You look at like a, the philosophy of a coach, like a Kyle Shanahan, where his it's, in, it's built entirely around running the football. Yeah. And I just worry with there's, they're just, they're so reliant on Josh Allen. That's the only thing about the bills that has me sort of like, can you win a super bowl putting the entire thing on your qu- quarterback shoulders? I think so because like this year Gabriel Davis is going to have a much bigger role in the offense. Like he he came alive in that game against the Chiefs. We we don't have to talk about that game, but he came alive there, so we'll just leave it there. But yeah, like with him in the offense, getting all the plays with uh, Isaiah McKenzie. Now we know he's a weapon as well. I think he can even be involved in like the running game or like you know play actions just to mix things up. So I'm not super worried. I think well it'll it'll be after game one when the worry is going to start. If they like, you know, Singletary rushes for 11 times for 28 yards, then I'll be a little bit worried. Right. But until then, I, I think with what they've addressed in the offensive line, we should be in a better position. So we'll see. We'll see what game one brings us quickly. Your prediction uh, for the season, like where I, I, I want to preface this by saying when we talk about the Packers, the way I answer it, it will be a little different. Mm-hmm. But but your prediction for the Bills season? I'd say thirteen four is their record yep. this year. That's yep. that's pretty safe for me. Fourteen. I've been hearing fourteen wins floating around in like the Buffalo Bills um, universe, but I just I think it's a thirteen win team. Yeah, which could be enough to win the AFC. I think they should be. F- I don't know. There's always the. They're going to have to exercise the demon of the Kansas City Chiefs, but but no Tyreek Hill, so that exactly. that is most well, the of the Chiefs demons. Be there. Yeah. yeah. Well, I think they will be there, but, you know, Tyreek is like the big play guy that you need to win those games. Yeah, exactly. The Green Bay Packers. How you feeling, Rob? How's it going? You know, you've always got a chance at having a um, elite regular season with the two-time MVP under center or the back-to-back MVP under center, four-time total MVP. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's, this is a weird year, man. Like like Devonte left and he was very honest about the reason why he left is because he, he didn't trust Rogers to play out the rest of his contract. So he's mm-hmm. like, I'm not signing here long-term to get like, and if you've watched any of Jordan love in the preseason, you know that it's, he's, <laughs> he ain't it like he ain't it i'm sure he's a perfectly nice kid but like he ain't he ain't it um 
you know, they're going into this season. The main talking point going into the season has been the lack of wide receiver depth. Like you're, you're going in with like Alan Lazard as your number one uh, wide receiver, who we learned today is questionable to play on Sunday against. Yeah. The um, so who do you rely uh, on? They, they drafted these, these kids, uh, Christian, Christian Robson, <laughs> Christian <laughs> Watson and Romeo dubs. And it's like Rogers notoriously has not been like a great quarterback for rookie wide receivers. And I, and I don't really blame him. Like Aaron Rodgers, we could get into like Aaron Rodgers mental state. Um, on yeah. and off the, that's a whole other separate discussion, but he's but, already called out the young guys already in the, in the news. So, but also if you're him, like you're in the tw- like twilight of your career, how many more years is he going to play two, three after this? And it's like, you, you don't have time to wait for these kids to figure it out. And it's you know like, that's a good point. That's a good yeah. point. Yeah. <laughs> like there, there are reports in training camp that he's hit, he's thrown bombs down the field and these guys are dropping it. And it's like, that's not something that, that is not something we are used to in Green Bay. We're used to Aaron Rodgers throwing the ball to Devontae Adams, whether it's a 10-yard completion or a 25-yard completion, and just making plays and moving down the field. And I think, especially in the early part of the season, this is going to be a very, very frustrating offense for both the Packer fans and Packer players, without question. Yeah, I, I can see that. Like, where do you think uh, like Dylan's going to come into your offense? I think well, they need they need the the running backs to be a huge factor. They need AJ Dylan because he's going to make catches too. Like, he's going to have yes. to be like a part time receiver. AJ Aaron Jones too. Aaron Jones has yeah. shown that he can catch passes. So it had. But the thing that worries me about Aaron Jones is Aaron Jones gets hurt a lot. So yes. it's like, you, you know, they've loaded up their defense. Their defense is without question the strength of their team going into the season. When's the last time you said that about any Green Bay Packer team? When they won the 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 title. That's the last time yeah, they had a yeah, great defense. Yeah. All yeah. those years ago, 2010. Yeah. So 2010, 2011, whatever it was. But like I would just urge my fellow Green Bay Packer fans, be patient, relax. Like it's going to be a frustrating first, like five, six weeks of the season on offense. Mm-hmm. And you're hoping that the defense can keep you in it and you can win a bunch of low scoring ball games. Like I'm predicting. So question of, I'm going to ask you later is like, who's a team that you think might surprise you this year that no one's talking about. And I'm here to tell you, and I apologize we may have – I'm really glad DVD's not on this episode with us because she would probably hang up right now if she if she heard what I'm about to say. And Oh, I think I know where you're out, going with this now. <laughs> anyone who's checking us out for the first time um, as a Packer fan will probably never listen to me speak ever again after I say this. But I am predicting the Minnesota Vikings will win the NFC North. I have a similar prediction. Yes. They're going to be actually good this year, which is kind of, but you know, Kirk Cousins though, he's going to Kirk Cousins all over that. Like like he always does. Right. Hold on. (laughs) They'll win the division. That doesn't mean they're going to do a damn thing. in the (laughs) But I could see them, you know, with Kevin O'Connell coming in as their new coach and all the reports about how Cousins and Zimmer like hated each other. I think their roster 
top to bottom is pretty stacked. I think they, I think they are the favorite to win the North this year. I think the Packers get in as a wild card team, and I think potentially, hopefully, can go further and do what they always do, which is get to the divisional round or the NFC Championship game and break our hearts. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm that's so. Spoiler, I'm answering the question early. My team that I think is going to surprise everyone this year is the Minnesota Vikings, and I'm predicting them wow. to win the North. Yeah. I, I, I just I can't believe this is what you've come out with on the first episode. I cannot I, I can't you, believe man. that. That's why I said I'm glad DVD's not here with us this week because she would have hung up by now. That's like me beefing up the Packers. Like they I'm oh, sorry, not the Packers, the Patriots. That would yes. just you're never gonna hear me do that. Exactly. Exactly. All right, your turn. What team are you most intrigued by league-wide heading into the season? Now, I got to eat a bit of crow because this team is also in the AFC East. So it is, it's weird for me to say, just like you had to say for uh, the Minnesota Vikings, but the Miami Dolphins. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know. I just, feel, I just feel like Tua is going to have like a decent, decent year, especially with Tyreek. He can just throw it wherever. Mm-hmm. Even if he's underthrowing it, Tyreek's going to get that ball first. So, yep. Yep. Like, and he's the king of 50 50 balls and half of them get intercepted during a season. So hopefully Tyree could make that like 60, 40, 70, 30. I think the dolphins are a team that a lot of people are predicting will like the bills are going to win that division. Mm-hmm. But I think, you know, the combo of bringing in Mike McDaniel as the head coach and the success, the success he had with the Niners and, yeah. and, what in God's name, Bill Belichick and the New England Patriots are doing? Like their draft I, was ridiculous. But mo- I, could see, <laughs> I could see the Dolphins coming second in the um, in the East in the AFC and and getting it as potentially getting it as a wild card. Totally. I have the same prediction. And like Jalen Waddle, I think he's going to be really good this year. I draft him in fantasy just just because I have this prediction about him. So yeah. so mark that down, people. Jalen Waddle, get him on your team. Yep. Get them down. I think I think the Dolphins and the Vikings are two really good choices. Um, all right, next question. What is a storyline that you are most intrigued by heading well, into this season? This one's tough because, like, I want to talk about Russell Wilson's, like, f- five-year, $245 million contract with a oh, lot of guarantees, which is crazy. But, like, also the Kyler Murray drama all summer. That was, that was great, man. I just love so, that. <laughs> so – talk a bit about Kyler and then you and I can talk, talk a bit more about the AFC West as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. I just, you know, he had that clause in his contract come out, which was hilarious. Like they had at least four hours of film per week. It's like, shouldn't you be doing like that per day? Like four hours is not really a lot of film, especially for a whole week. And the best part is, is that you're like, you got to put the PS five controller down Kyler. Well, that so part of my take was talking about this. A PlayStation guy or an Xbox guy? I think he's Xbox because, like, on part of my take, they reference it on him on Xbox, but they're like, so studies will show you when Call of Duty's released in like November, his play just disappears and that whole team just goes to garbage. Like, you see them last year at the the second half of the season, they were like one of the worst teams in the league. Yeah. My understanding is is, um, if you're like a true gamer, you go the Xbox route. Yeah. Yeah, or I, he might even be PC. Like oh, that's kind of oh, the no, thing. Oh you know what? Yeah. That's it. That's, it. that's the thing you, these days. That new that new ticket he just signed, his PC oh. gaming setup is gonna be. He probably has like the see through one with like all the neon lights and the big fans going through it. Or the chair where you like sit back and you've got like the three monitors like on top of you and you're just looking up at it, just playing. 
Now, truth be told, like I don't tell my fiance this. I really want to buy one of those because I've been playing sure. F1 2022. And like, nice. I just, I want to get that steering wheel and just have the whole like nice. cockpit thing. But yeah, that's, that's for another conversation. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's, for, that's for our eventual uh, talking F1. Uh, yeah. Coming soon. Um, so I also wanted to hit on Russell Wilson. So instead of talking about him specifically, let's talk about the AFC West because this mm-hmm. is a murderer's row. This is without question the best division in the league. And it's not close. Oh, it's not even close at all. I am predicting Russell Wilson and the Denver Broncos win this division with Russell Wilson winning league MVP this year. I think he is going to have, (laughs) I think he is going to have like a renaissance of a season. He still never had an MVP vote, correct? I don't think so. And he's yeah. and I think he's going to have a new lease on life in Denver. He's got Nathaniel Hackett as his head coach, who was the Packers offensive coordinator for the last two years, the same two years that Aaron Rodgers won back-to-back MVPs. Yep, yep. I, I really do think this is going to be Russell Wilson. And I think the Chiefs – do I think the Chiefs are just going to, like, disappear? No, I'm with you. They'll they'll make the playoffs. But are, are they going to be the same sort of juggernaut they've been in the last, I don't know, like – four or five seasons i don't think so like i can i can even see like kelsey getting a bad injury this year like he's been he's going to be used to death in that offense yes yes where you at on um herbert and the chargers i think they're good like i i think they had they overachieved last year like i think herbert's really good uh like i know they didn't make the playoffs or anything but like they they overachieved or yeah it was las vegas that beat them for that but i think they overachieved a bit the last two years and they're probably going to be around the same team this year. Like not much has changed. Like, like fighting for a playoff spot, fighting for a playoff spot, but like still, there's still that other step to take. And they need, they need more weapons on that team. Yeah. Offensive line. There is just, it's a joke. <laughs> like it's hundred yeah, percent, but the Raiders, I, I think they're going to win the West, the AFC West. Really? You're going yeah. to, wow. That, like, that might be, that might be hotter than my Vikings to win the North take. I think it is a little bit hotter, but you know, with just with Adams on the team, it's like Derek Carr is actually going to have a few people other than Hunter Renfrew to throw to. So like, it's yeah. going to be, I think their offense will be a little bit different and they have a new head coach coming in as well. Yeah. So we'll see if that shakes things up. They can just get rid of that Gruden sort of stink that they had in there and they can just move forward. Last thing before we get out of here, there are some unreal games this weekend open week one in the nfl the nfl the schedule makers in the nfl round of applause like they they never disappoint like bills rams as we talked about earlier is a fantastic opening thursday night game panthers browns oh panthers browns yeah with baker i think steelers and bengals is interesting too i was just gonna say that starting yep i think that's super interesting um, you got Packers and Vikings at 4:30 on Fox, and I think I think that is going to be. I think the Packers yep. are going to get punched in the mouth. Like, sorry. yeah, Chiefs and Cardinals. Chief Cardinals. Another That's going to be an g- interesting game too. You got Tom Brady opening for the second straight year, opening the season against the Dallas Cowboys, but this time on the road. Yep. Against, I, I mean, in Jerry World, and then the the Monday, Monday nighter. nighter oh. You got Russell Wilson. Heading to Seattle to take on the Seahawks with the Broncos. And this just shows you why the NFL is king. The NFL yes. dominates everything. Yes. 
Like you, you can have a championship. You can have any other sports championship on a Sunday and more people are going to watch a regular season NFL game. A hundred percent agree with you, man. A hundred percent agree with you. All right, buddy. Well, I think that's going to do it uh, for us this week. We will not be back with an episode next week as Brian and I are both getting married. Not to each not other. Yet. Yes. Just, let's just stress that. Not yes, to each yeah, other. Yeah, let's just yeah. <laughs> we're, getting, we're getting married at the same time, but to other people. Yeah. Um, no and not in the well. same place. Uh, yeah, just not in the just same coincidence place. here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we will be back the following week to talk about, I guess, two weeks of NFL action. Alana will be joining us again. Looking very much forward to that. Hit that like and subscribe button below if you haven't already. Like I said, this show is on the Talking Buds YouTube channel now, part of the Talking Buds podcast network. Super excited about that as well. Keep it locked for all of our other shows. Links in the description to check those out too. We'll see you guys next time. You looking to make the most out of this life and optimize your personal wellness? Then check out the Natural Man podcast. Join me, host Mike C, as we explore all areas of human wellness physical, mental, and emotional. Learn strategies to optimize your own well-being and be in the driver's seat of your own health. Remember, your doctor works for you. Learn biohacks, neurohacks, ways to improve sleep, and ways to optimize your body and your mind. Check us out on Apple, Spotify, the Fountain app, and at naturalmanpodcast.com. This is Charles Adler. After a few years of working on radio and television, The Charles Adler Show has evolved to a natural place in 2023. YouTube, podcast, and open RSS. You'll hear the show as it always has been delivered, concise, with context, clarity, and empathy. And as a bonus, the guests will be natural-born storytellers who won't fear telling stories that are personal and emotional. They won't fear uncomfortable questions. Most important, they won't fear me. Follow me. Twitter at Charles Antler and subscribe to the show wherever you get your podcasts.